Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, On The Clock fans? How are you doing? It is January 11th. It's this beautiful Monday. We've had a wild wild weekend of football crazy i mean upsets drama all kinds of stuff going on not only just at the nfl level there was a little bit of youth level which i'm gonna get into a little bit but something on the agenda for today man we're gonna go through wild card uh wild card wild card recap everything that went on everything that's gonna go happen we have big news deshaun watson wanted to be traded we have to get into that because it affects my Miami Dolphins, and I, I got to talk about it. Not to mention, biggest game is coming on tonight. Ohio State versus Alabama. Our previews, predictions, things that might come in out of it. And George, it's time for On the Clock. Are you ready, my guy? I'm ready for it. Let's do it, man. I'm, re- I'm, I'm ready to go, so don't go anywhere. Stick around. You are on the clock with you, your guys, Raul Scano and George Martinez. And don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, comment, man. Do what you got to do. George, how was your weekend, man? How are you doing, sir? Weekend was great. Again, you know, it's always a great weekend when the Bucks win. Yeah. And it means even more when it happened in the playoffs. We're going to get down to the breakdown of that game in a little bit. But it was a great weekend because the Bucks won. Yeah. It was a great weekend because I know you had a great weekend. <sighs> whenever, whenever my best friend, whenever my buddy has – a great weekend. I had a great weekend as well. So, how is your? We got to see your hands a little heavy. It, it is. Heavy. It's, it's heavy, and I, I've been lifting a lot of weights. And I just want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared to to carry this weight if the, if I can say it like that. Man, look, I had a a fantastic weekend. When I tell you, you know, I, every year I do the Elite All American uh, All Star Game, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's put on. It's, it's a. I usually don't participate in that many weekend stuff, but oh, there yeah, you got the pictures there up. There it is. Oh, I love that's a beautiful surprise, man. Look, man, if you're looking at home, which I know the viewers on the podcast can't hear it, but it, if you're looking for an all star game around here in the Tampa Bay area or surrounding areas that that are Tampa, you know, uh, Haines City type, whatever, Orlando, you got to try the Elite All American one, man. My guy Richie puts on a very good. All-American game. Been doing it for three years. And we, uh, uh, the coaching staff, have been together since 2019. We've we've won three in a row. We, we've won wow. three in a row. We have been able to. Three in a row. So, so what, you guys started at what, eight U? We started at eight, one eight, one Man. nine. And just yesterday, we won the 10 U level at the All-American. And let me tell you something. There are some, I mean, amazing, talented kids all across the freaking state. And and there was people that came from New Jersey, bro, Texas. They came all the way out of there to play that game. But we ended up winning. And, you know, a little championship ring. Is, hey, look at that. Look yeah, at I got that. A little, you know, heavy heavy jewelry, this this podcast. So I decided to wear it the whole time. Um, yeah, you're being humble because you're not wearing all of them. Yes. You're just wearing the most recent one. Because if you if you put the three plus yeah. you, you got like your whole hands get full. I got a, I got a couple. Rings. Yeah, you I got, got a couple, man. Coming yeah. to play. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of rings. I'm a humble guy. I'm a humble guy when I can be. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can be a jerk sometimes. But I'm going to be humble on Monday. And, and But we end up winning. And the guys that we've been together, shout out to Tay, Lewis, uh, Grizz, Courtney. You know, they're the ones that got me involved in it. Speedy, um, uh, we also had also had coaches Anthony and yourself. Listen, man, it was these things are fun because it challenges your coaching ability. Like you, you get to find out what kind of coach you are because you only get two days, two hours of practice. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. a Put lot. The, and, and and these kids play in different teams, so it's not like you're bringing a squad that already right. knows each other. I mean, I, I think that's what is it being captured. These kids. All play at what four, five, six, seven different organizations. I think I counted at one point. Right at one point. At one point, you didn't even get done counting. Yeah, it's it's a lot of them, man. But they participate. The parents are freaking awesome. We've had awesome parents the last three years, and, and I think it's more not because of coaching. I think it's more because everything's very well put together. You, you're going to have these small hiccups every once in a while, but uniforms are on time. Let me tell you what the kids got 
freaking hoodies, like a hoodie sweater, matching uh, sweatpants, not only a, a t-shirt and shorts, so when it gets hot, they can wear that again. Then they get to keep the uniforms, okay? They get to keep the jersey oh, and wow. the pants. They keep all that stuff. And then you got bag accessories and gloves, and uh, he got the sleeve game. You know how the kids love that drip. Oh, yeah. He's got everything, and they keep it. And and I'm telling you what, man, it's – then you win a little ring here. But it, it was a great weekend for All-Star Weekend. And then in youth football, which let me let me let me let me pump the brakes here, George. When's the last time you coached youth football? Besides uh, the couple of days I was out there with you, just recently, it's yeah. been it's been 20, 2016, 2017, I'd say it was probably. So go, the last you're time going I, on five years right now. Pretty much, yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it, now, and I, I want to be fair. This, I want to be fair when I do this. Okay. Before then, how long was it from 2016 back? You were coaching, what, 12 years, 13 years? Yeah, about 13 years. Something like row. that, right? 12, yeah, it was, it's mm-hmm. a long time. So, George, <laughs> what is the wildest thing you ever seen? If you could pick a memory, and I hate to put you on the spot like that, but if you could pick uh, a memory. Uh, the, the craziest thing I ever saw was it was one of, after one of our games, we were playing against another team. It was highly competitive. It was probably a game that we shouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, went into winning that game. Right. And I remember looking to the stands and I saw two parents on the same team fighting each other. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't one of our parents. Uh, that was one. The other one was it, we're, we're in our playoff game in the spring. Right. And a coach literally pulled his team at halftime and quit in the playoffs. I've had that happen too. I've had that happen to playoffs. I've had it happen to me twice by the same team, in, yeah. in, within the same year. <laughs> but yeah, I got you. The, the, those have been the two, I'd say, craziest scenarios. Besides seeing a ton of people at you know Super Bowl game that we played in, there was a ton of people there yeah. all over the fence in the stands. I mean, it was it was a jam packed house there, at Skyway. How how about how about you? Okay. So the one thing that never changes is the adults who argue amongst each other and they think their kids going to the NFL. Of course. And, and, and the, if my opinion it means anything, I think, I honestly think when they started ranking youth players is when the freaking oh, whole game went, it, it, it changed everything. You know, these, these guys, I understand it. I think it's good for the kids, but let's, let's keep the message like that. When you start saying top five in the nation and the nation, like, you know how many youth programs are in the nation? Don't be a dick. But anyway, okay. This is what I saw this weekend. I saw a mom come down from the stands during this all-star game. Come okay. down from the stands. Because it, it, the field, the, the stands that we have, there's smaller bleachers. There was actual stands on the other side. So like like you see in a high school almost, okay. right? Yeah. We score a touchdown, uh, which, by the way, shout out to Daniel Terry, a, an amazing quarterback in 10 level. I'm... T- Nobody. If anybody listens to this podcast in ten years, they're gonna know. Okay, he <laughs> called it. Out. We said we said <laughs> it there first. This kid's gonna play in the NFL. Anyway, he just did a beautiful roll to the left, and he scored a touchdown. He threw a touchdown pass. It was beautiful. So while we're trying to set up for the extra point, all you can hear is commotion in the background, and literally, I see a lady spray another lady in the face with mace. With, with mace in the face. I'm with Mace. So, so hold on. So this lady, because you guys are on separate sidelines. We're separate. She's so from the other team. Legit walked across the field. Well, she or, went or, well, she, guess, yeah. through through the back of the goal. Right, 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 right. To the other side, located this parent. Yes. She must have known who this person is. Absolutely. Oh, you can't just walk up and Mace someone. There's a ton of parents. Well, you can't storm the Capitol either, but that happened, right? So this lady, (laughs) this lady, this lady, yeah, they both know each other because their kids are both on the same team, but they hate each other. So what ended up happening was during one one of the plays, one play for them, right? During one of the plays, a little scuffle happened between the two kids, and it was a scuffle like throwing blows, you know, just hard blocking, pushing, shoving, just game championship. I guess she must have thought that you know a, a hit order was put on that. And again, the coaches, we have no bounty. idea. Who, a bounty was put I on I have them. no idea who these kids are. I'm just coaching football. I'm trying to learn their names within two days. 
Some of them leave there with me never knowing their names. I just give them really good nicknames. And right? that's it. And I remember their nickname for the rest of their life. But then, bro, to see a, a lady spray mace in another person's face lets me know that that youth football is dying in, in quickly. Oh, my God. Quickly. quickly. To, to, to keep piling that on, my 11U football team, we beat you know a, a very well-respected team that was undefeated this week. A rival. A rival. A rival. It was a good game, good battled, but the other team just got out coached. That's what that's what the bottom line was. They got out coached out, and we played harder. We wanted to we wanted to win it, not a problem. But Jesus, their own team <laughs> and fan are fighting each other. They're not even fighting that that our our fans. They're fighting, They're each, fighting other. each other. Yeah, that's and, and um. Listen to me, I saw a six U parent group get into a fight in the stands amongst each other and 10 police squad six years and under is the age group six years old this kid couldn't tell you i'm pretty sure was what day was can't give me time on a clock if i pointed to it i couldn't give me the times what time it is anyway the same team same parents on the same team fight each other i'm thinking myself and oh, not only, not only just fight each other, not only just you know fighting just can't happen. Ten police squad cars. Ten? There was like ten to twelve police squad cars. City of Tampa and also Hillsborough. They came Good to the Lord. field, and the games got delayed to like four, like forty-five minutes. I want to say, so pushed everything back. Then on fourteen U, you got a fourteen U kid running down on kickoff because they're already losing. It was twenty-eight to zero in the first quarter. Sounds familiar about wow. a certain Brown Steelers, but it's 28-0 in youth football. <laughs> this kid runs down the freaking field, George, and literally legit punches a kid in the back of the head. The kid has a helmet on, so clearly this one isn't too bright. But he punches the kid in the back of the head. They let another scuffle happen. Two scuffles happen. And cheerleaders, between cheerleaders and other che- like it was just mayhem. So youth football. And this is youth football. In the playoffs. Oh my god! In Tampa, it, it just, it just If you guys want to see a good show, grab some popcorn. Oh my god! Come visit your local youth football league on a Saturday. Head to TBY Fell Skyway Field on a playoff weekend. I swear to you, you're gonna see the most. The only thing I've ever seen, I've seen somebody get tased before at, at a at an actual NFL football game. I've never That's seen an NFL football game. Not a youth. Not a youth game. It it literally almost happened yesterday. <laughs> like, like you got to be kidding me. Oh, These parents, it just toppled onto the, the the other wild card. That was my weekend. Was just trying to survive, and not fight anybody, and not get tased or maced. Well, the, the good thing about your weekend is at least you went two and zero. I did in real life. In real life, because yeah. as we look back at your pickums, yeah. We're going to do a little pick em recap here. Not too good. Because the, the, the games have now ended. It's Monday morning. I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah. And as I look at the board, I know I know before the show we were talking about, okay, let's do the pick em, let's recap, let's talk about it. You kept saying, oh, I don't think we did them. I, don't think I, we did I them. definitely didn't remember the last podcast. I don't know. Because usually I write them down, and I, I didn't write them down for this reason. I don't know why. When you picked that bad. Yeah, I, I guess. don't understand why you have I've a picked worse. memory. I've picked worse before. I've, I've picked worse. worse before. So, yeah. again, we're not going to spend too much time on this because we got Cole Pickham's coming up here yeah. as we talk about the national championship game. But you went two and four. Yep. I went three and three. So I'm just I'm up by one. Nothing crazy. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Yeah. For this week, what what are your thoughts of anything that was shocking to you? Because I mean, um, again, as we go into the recap of the weekend. There was a lot of drama. There, there was the a lot of shit going on this this weekend. The one the one game that kind of that well, besides last night's game between the Browns and the Steelers, the one game that jumped at me that I think is going to affect. I, I wonder how going forward was the Bills Colts game. I'm watching that game at twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, the Lures had a chance there at the end. Yeah, and he, he kind of shit the bed a little bit. He did, but Which, did you know? Back to your point, did the Colts put? a blueprint out there on how to potentially slow down that yeah. offense and how to score 
against that defense. They really did. They 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 put on a pretty good clinic, and I don't know if it's because Buffalo's been off. I don't know. I don't know. You know the players. I I don't know what it was, but they the Colts definitely left something out there for the rest of the AFC to look at and be like, oh, we could probably get these guys. We could probably yeah, get so these guys. We're gonna start with the game that just ended last night. Yeah, because that's uh, it's the freshest game. That it, was amazing to watch. The Cleveland Browns, and 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 I'm gonna say this again. The Cleveland Brown not only made the playoffs, but they have also now won a playoff game. Yes. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to bring you back to like four or five podcasts ago. I said over and over and over again, the Steelers are overrated. Yeah, you did. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost in the first round. Yep. Here we are. They've lost in the first round. They have. There was a picture that was shown at the end of the game last night when I was watching it of Roethlisberger sitting on the bench by himself. <laughs> Does he retire? Is his career over? I think he needs more weapons. Claypool is more still weapons. amazing to me. You got Deontay Johnson. You got Claypool. They don't have no you running game. Juju. They got no running game, though. They got they got zero fact of a running game. You know, you could rush four and you'd be just fine and just sit back and wait for Rosselberg. Which, by the way, what did he end with with, with yards? It was like close to 500, right? 500-something? It was over 500 yards Jesus. passing. Jesus. To, to pass 500 yards and still lose by like 11 is ridiculous. So who do you put that on? Do you put that on the offense or the defense? Because you just said they need more weapons, right? They need a run again, which I agree. But he threw for 500 yards. They scored 30-some yeah. points, but they gave up nearly gave up. 50. <laughs> Listen, man. Shout out to freaking Cleveland for jumping on the freaking Steelers twenty eight to zero in the first quarter with their special teams coach and their offensive line coach calling plays, calling the play. So, so that so let's get this straight. Somebody's out of a job in Cleveland, <laughs> right? And somebody just got hired. Two people are immediately being requested for interviews. Does the head coach come back next week? Is does he come back next week? You know what he he should because it, well it, actually you know what it's going to depend. It depends if the Browns play on Saturday or Sunday because the same thing happened yeah. to Devin White of the Bucks. He got COVID. He didn't play last Sunday, <laughs> right? But because of how many days, like if the game was played on Sunday yeah. for the Bucks against Washington, he would have been eligible to play. But because the game was played on Saturday, it wasn't with it was still within the ten day mark. He wasn't eligible to play, so he didn't play against Washington. Wow. So I really wonder if he's if that staff. The people that got the COVID and are out, if they're, if, will the NFL try to screw over the Browns by putting them on a Saturday matchup? I hope not. I hope not. But I tell you what, I do tell you what, if I'm Cleveland, I'm, I'm, I'm probably keeping that guy out for COVID. Tell him he needs another, <laughs> eh, you know what, let, let's be sure that this is, let's be sure you don't have let's it. Let's make sure you you're know. good. You know, don't worry about yeah, it. We're probably losing anybody. Because if they play like the way they played last night, the rest of the time, this is trouble because Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt are a freaking problem, man. Kareem Hunt ran hard as shit last night. I mean, he ran hard. They was hard to tackle him. Steelers missed a bunch of tackles. These guys are bouncing off two and three guys and still scoring these touchdowns. And then the best one I saw Kareem Hunt was when he trucked the freaking number 90 for the Steelers. I mean, he kept the legs driving for an extra four yards to get into the end zone. They were on another level, so shout out to them. But I, does Big Ben retire? I have no idea, man. I, I don't I know. Think he's done. I think he's done. I don't know. I, I, I think you'll him sitting on the bench like that at the very end. Didn't go to midfield or shake hands with anybody. This and the third. I think just felt like he like he projected was, like he I'm was, done. He was taking in the moment. Yeah, he, he was it. Like this is my camera. Tried this to I'm going to go out eyes a little bit. Yeah, I, I I think it was more of a it's over kind of. But do you want to go out? Do you want to go out with Baker Mayfield? Owning you, you know what I mean. Do you want to? You want to go? <laughs> like if you go out, get the Ravens beat you, Lamar Jackson and, and Harbaugh, another. Okay, you know the respectable respect. I'm out of here. The Cleveland Browns, you know, like 50 years ain't been in a playoff game. Finally won no, one. I agree. I agree. I don't know. I hope he doesn't. I, I I think Ben's got one more in him. Another another quarterback in a team that you and I were both very high on that kind of shit the bed was the Rams. In the, in the Seattle Seahawks, <sighs> Man. right? Seattle 
won the division. Again, yeah. both of these games were teams that were playing for the third time this season. Yes. Right? You had the Browns playing the Steelers for the third time. You had the Rams playing Seattle for the third time. Seattle won the division. Jared Goff didn't even start the game. No, Wolford, who who got injured that game, sent to the hospital. By Jamal Adams. Yeah. With with the shoulder, ended up going to the hospital. Yeah. Um, he's been cleared. He's okay. We'll see if he actually plays this week or not. Golf came in, played, but didn't play very well. You talked about golf doesn't really do anything, but he worries me. Yeah. Seattle's offense got off to a phenomenal start in the yeah. year. We're talking about Russell Wilson was going to be MVP candidate. They yeah. were throwing for 300 yards a game, four or five touchdowns. The last five weeks of the season, it just disappeared. Yeah. Russell Wilson threw for 170 yards, one touchdown or two touchdowns and an interception. Right. DK Metcalf was pretty much in check the whole game. I don't even know if Tyler Lockett plays anymore. Well, because I've never seen him. Yeah. And DK Metcalf was, that's the first time I've seen him explode on the sideline. I don't know if you saw it. He was frustrated. Throwing the helmet down and, and he wants the ball and then they try to throw him a screen and there's a pick six. You know, that Russell threw so, you know, you got to check your emotions. You got to win the game. But it, it's really hard to beat teams three times. It is. It's hard to beat teams three times. You know, you might get, you might win that split. You know, you might win two games. It might be 1-1, but it's hard to beat, to play three times. You definitely know your opponent. Right. You know what I mean? And now the Rams did the Bucks a favor because now the Rams get to go on to Green Bay. Yeah. And we get to go to New Orleans. I'd rather be playing in the dome than playing in the cold. Oh, I, I hear much. you. Yeah, that that was that was beautifully unplanned for your Bucks not having to play in Lambeau Field. Um, let me ask you this though: on top of the wild card drama, do you you think you think Bucks beat Saints, or you want to wait for that prediction? We're gonna wait till you want to wait. Okay, and that's fine. There was a lot of show. drama that went on this weekend, man. A lot. There was a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what the Rams are gonna. I don't. I think Green Bay. Kicks the shit out of him. At least I hope so. Nobody wants to go there. Um, another great game. You just pulled it up here. Is the Ravens and the Titans, man. That was a good game. Mark Jackson finally gets his first playoff, playoff win. And he, he finally completed passes. Yeah. Like, he okay, you played the game like you're supposed And the Titans, I, I, for whatever reason, Derrick Henry didn't look Derrick Henry-ish. Derrick Henry ran for two yards a carry. Yeah. Yeah, they came. The Ravens came to to play and slow him down. But again, it's like we've been talking about. Once you load the box, what what do you have to worry about? When you're ten, it's Tannehill's the quarterback. Force Tannehill to beat you. Yeah, force him. Force this glorified backup quarterback to freaking beat you because that's what Tannehill is. He should be just a backup quarterback. Now, did you see at at the end of the game here? So Tannehill has the ball. The Colts have the ball. Or my apologies, the Titans have the ball. They're driving, and they throw an interception. Marcus Peters picks it off. Yeah, does a little twenty yard run, falls down. The entire team, or most of the team, I'm gonna say two thirds of the team, yeah, for the Ravens, storm the field onto <laughs> the logo. Now this yeah. game's being played in Tennessee. They're stopping the logo. You know they're making a mockery. They're waving by to, to the Titans, Tennessee. Now this is in retaliation. <laughs> yeah, to what happened the last time these teams played in Baltimore. When these teams he's playing Baltimore pregame, uh, you know, the, the same thing that Juju Smith usually got in trouble for, not in trouble for, just what he gets whacked for in, in a daily game. He becomes a target for people. All right. Tennessee was out there in midfield doing their stop and kick, this and the other on the Ravens logo. And that's when Harbaugh went out there. And we talked about it in our podcast because none of his players went out there with him. Yeah. Harbaugh just went out there on his own, right? Yell at Mark Rabel, yell at some of the players over there. Now the Ravens get retaliation. Did you see anything wrong with that? What What are your thoughts on that game? So the the game went well. Uh, the game. If you you talking about the interception that they ran to midfield, I mean, what do you what do you? Because usually now when you get an interception, you run down to the freaking screen, get your picture taken yep. in front of the screen it's now. So taken. so running now, I <laughs> George, you know my coaching style. Like oh, I'm. Yeah. A, I'm a University of Miami, you know what I'm saying, uh, a believer. I'm a I'm a Miami, you know, I'm a you guy. I'm a Miami guy. I don't see nothing wrong with that type of swag. 
coming down there and waving bye bye to the Titans on a pick that they knew that was crucial. You take the penalty, whatever. I'm gonna take it. I'll take whatever. that penalty because I'm gonna kicking your ass all day anyway. I'm yeah. gonna take the penalty, man. The only thing I didn't like, and, and maybe I'm wrong, was the end of the game, where a lot of the players when they took the when Ravens took the knee, Lamar Jackson hauled ass out of there with a lot of the players without even shaking any of their hands. Um, I'm not asking him to be a superstar, even love the Titans. But let's, you know, there's a lot of people that look up to you. There is. And there's a lot of people following you. Just shake, tap the hands. And, go, and I know, I know they have every reason not to. They have every reason not to. But someone's going to be the bigger man. And I agree with that. However, yeah, Tennessee just lost his game. Yes. There's no tomorrow for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What is stopping the 53, the 52nd guy on the roster who doesn't care from welcome to midfield, find Lamar Jackson, sucker punch him in the face because, you know, to represent Tennessee because they're salty because of the, the showboat and this and the other. And now you lose Lamar Jackson yeah. next week. For me, because it, because of the animosity between the two teams, I had no problem watching. If anything, if I'm if if, if that was the Bucks, yeah. and I see Tom Brady hauling ass off the field, I'm like, yeah, get to the locker room, close the door, lock it, don't let nobody in. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. I just I don't, I don't see him. I don't you see don't, anybody punching him in the face, but I just think you I don't just, want altercation to happen there because we we saw it in college football. Right in the Mississippi uh, State, Mississippi the, State the, the, the game. Yeah. yeah, we saw it in there. Right at the very end of the game, teams don't like each other. It takes one guy because then the entire team gets involved. And the last thing you need if you're the Ravens is to get someone suspended or yeah, hurt but, or COVID. But bro, somebody, I hear what you're saying, but they can get fined. They can go to jail, whatever the crap. If you punch them in the face, I, I still think you you I'm walk losing, out there. I'm not losing my quarterback. <laughs> they're two head co- they're not going to lose anybody. them. They're not going to lose nobody. The only person that gets punched in the face after a game is is Sherman. Is the lineman. Well, is when <laughs> was when Washington was playing. Sh- uh, oh, yeah, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Yeah. He got punched in the face by the offensive lineman in the face. That's the only guy that gets punched in the or face. Crabtree. But or Crabtree and Crabtree. You know what I mean? Like those type of guys. I don't see anybody trying to punch Lamar Jackson. But I hear what you're saying to be safe. I get it. I totally yeah. understand it. But that's the only issue I kind of had at the end of the day because. It, at the end of the day, if the rest of the team goes, Lamar Jackson has to shake the hands with the quarterback and the coach because it's just, like I said, it's, kids it's look up to you. No, I get yeah, you. Kids look up you to do you. the right thing. Yeah. I, I disagree. I, I don't want my quarterback out there. I hear you. At all. Uh, and, and we saw the Bills. Yes, man. Now, I, I know we talked about a little bit before. Yeah. Josh Allen, again, so as crazy as – 2020 was right. We, we showed that the uh, in the previous podcast the all the different things. We had a quarterback. We had a receiver starting game at quarterback. We had Brady yeah. switch teams and make the playoffs. Not Belichick. All these a, a team with no name made the playoffs. As we go into 2021, it's almost like we are in round two. We saw this stuff that happened in Capitol Hill. We talked. You mentioned alluded yeah. to that earlier. Crazy the show. The Browns win a playoff game, and here you have the Buffalo. Bills, yeah, who have not won a playoff game in forever. Yeah. 1990s was the last time they won a playoff Jim, game. Jim Kelly days, yeah. They win a playoff game in a very dramatic fashion. It was a 27 to 24 football game, and Phil Rivers had a chance at the end. He did, man, to win it. Yeah. So did did the Colts? Create a potential blueprint on how to slow down this thirteen and three juggernaut of an offense that the Bills are. Absolutely, man. You know, and we touched on it before. They knew exactly. It's just they studied well because in football you can have a great team, man. But but styles makes fights is what they say, right? You get a good matchup, anybody's going to win on any given Sunday or Saturday. It doesn't matter. You just got to you just got to want to. Get it done, you know what I mean? It comes out that, but the Colts let them. The Colts showed what needs to be done, and teams that execute a little bit better are going to take that blueprint. But okay, if we're playing them, this is what we're doing. This is how they slowed them down when they did this play. This is how they slowed them down that play. Boom, 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 and they're going to check all the boxes because the Colts did lay it out there. Um, I think it's going to take a veteran quarterback to beat the Bills. Um, 
a, a good season because Rivers is on the tail end of it. But I don't know, man. I don't. I, I don't think Phil. You think after a game like that where he barely, I mean, he squeaked by. He but he put him on the ropes. You think they keep Rivers? I know we talked about it earlier about we were potentially retiring. Yeah. Also, because he 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 has been reached out to and contacted about going to the broadcast booth. They yeah. see him as a as an ex Tony Romo. He'd be exciting to um, listen to because because he would be Rivers he would be pretty funny. I, I'm pretty sure Rivers suffered several con- concussions. Oh, yeah. Because this guy's he's fucking whacked out of his mind he's a little cuckoo. bit. Oh he's yeah. In like he's gonna be the first commentator to cuss on that on the like not just cuss <laughs> slip cuss like he's gonna cuss cuss. Look at this fucking guy with the damn ball running and shit. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. What an asshole. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. He, he would be the first guy to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're going to find out because you get Lamar Jackson's going to Buffalo. Yeah, man. And, and now you get and you get Baker going to the to see Mahomes <sighs> and get a date with that offense and that team. You got to deal with all uh, that trouble. I don't know if Lamar's defense matches up as well as the Colts. I mean, the Colts were one of the top five defenses in the league. Yeah. The Ravens have a good defense themselves. They've always been known for that. I mean, that's who they are. Right. But I don't know if they have enough. I mean, I will tell you this. When he was in Minnesota, Stephon Diggs, I thought he was a drama drama queen. You know, he was your typical diva type of receiver that really wasn't going to live up to the hype. Right. Because he had Thielen in Minnesota, right? So you always wonder. We talk about Juju Smith, right? He had Antonio Brown there, took coverage off of him. He played well. Antonio Brown's not there anymore. Juju kind of struggled to be that guy. He did. So you wonder, Stephon Diggs going to Buffalo, he was going to be the guy. How would he do against defenses? And that dude has done nothing but ball out the entire year. I mean, he's never covered. Mm. No matter what the coverage is, the guy just finds a way. To get open. Um, yeah, it's like Chad Ochocinco used to say, there's only three things that you could be sure on. Death, taxes, and I'm always open. You know what I mean? Stephon Diggs it. took I that. mean, Stephon Diggs is probably doing the Chad Ochocinco calling his coaches at 3 o'clock in the morning to remind him <laughs> that he's always open. Like, like Chad, Chad Johnson. On his podcast, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. That's so, too funny. It's going to be interesting to see it, you know, going into it. The, the, the one thing I want to get your take on is on this guy right here. Yeah, man. What an okay. amazing story. You you got to tell the listeners about the story about about Heineke, right? Is that his day? Yeah, so Jesus. Yeah, it's like Heineken the beer but but not not as drastic. Heineke. So, so this guy a month ago yep. is studying for a final exam in college. Hmm. He's going for his masters. He's studying. He hasn't played football in a while. It's a call yeah. from the Washington football team saying, "Hey, we want you to come in and try out." So he comes in and tries out. The, the last thing he's known for is he played in the XFL. And after the game's over, the, 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 the team he played on won the game. He was a backup, by the way, in the XFL. Really? And he has seen, he has seen, and I wish I had the video to, to play this for you. He has seen opening two beers and just opening his mouth and, and, and squishing the bottle cans <laughs> into his mouth and chugging both beers at the same time. The quarterback is. This is a quarterback. This is oh, this is great a quarterback. Yeah. So he comes on with Washington. He obviously does well enough to earn himself a rest of the year contract. It yeah. gave them, as Washington football team, the confidence to release Dwayne du- Haskins. Yes. After his strip club incident and him not playing well, they said, "You know what? This other guy's pretty good." <laughs> so it's one of those one of those stories right we we heard the story about the the receiver that is playing for the browns that was homeless that sat out there forever and just came out day in and day out they finally invited him for a tryout and what does he do the first kickoff return he gets he returns it for a touchdown he's out of there yep. he, took it, he took it to the house um this is another one of those stories yeah, this yeah. guy comes in and again he gave you know the washington football team something that Alex Smith didn't. Alex Smith was going to play the game, but to give credit to the, I don't want to give credit to, unfortunately, the Eagles last week, on the on, when, when Alex Smith is taking a knee to end the game, one of the Eagles defenders dove at Alex Smith's shin and yeah. his helmet hit his shin and it re-aggravated his calf. Yep. That's the reason why he didn't play this week. 
At this point, I would have wished he would have played this week because <laughs> the guy looked good. He yeah. was mobile. Again, you're playing for you. There's no tomorrow for you. Yeah, you're either doing it or you're dying. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. But the, the way the team rallied around him, the question I ask for you now is, you know, Grace Cinderella story. Does has he earned himself the opportunity to be on a 53 man roster in the NFL? Well, let me let me let me reverse that on you. Did you see that fucking diving touchdown run? Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Heineke can play, man. That was a Lamar Jackson dive. Because how many how many I Lamar Jackson do the same thing against uh, Tennessee? Yeah. I'm like, man, that's what I watched two nights ago. I wonder what it'd have been like if he went Alex Smith, Heineke, then Dwayne Haskins. Because Heineke looks like he just needs more reps. It does. That's all he looks like. He the, and for whatever reason the team responds to him. They like him. They, they like him. him. Chase you in that picture you showed. Chase Young is showing the back of his jersey, the name on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's right yeah, there. It is. He's showing. Hey, this is my guy. Like he's so, my guy. So they know. They know that they've been wanting him to play this entire time. Mm-hmm. He must have been must have been kicking their ass in, in scout practice. team. Yeah, yeah. He must have. But I think he deserves the spot. There's a lot of guys, even if he's not the starter, I think he's earned the right to try out to be on a team. I think the Washington football team brings him back to help him. Even if Alex Smith, you know, is fine, whatever, keep him on the team because his 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 status just went up after after Saturday's game. Yeah, no, his, his stock has definitely gone up. Alex Smith is not the future for no. the Washington football team. He's not just the middle person until that future arrives. And it could be this guy. It could very well be yep. this guy, you know, you know, our, our recap was going to be about winning quarterbacks, but I just felt the way this guy played, it was as a Buck fan, it was nervous. Yeah. No film on him. You, you don't even know that he was mobile. Nothing, you know what I mean? nothing. So it's one of those things where, you know, you try to adjust on the fly and, and it, it was painful. Um, you know, there's, a, but there's we, a saying we, we about that. There's a saying about that when you say, uh, it's painful, you know. We got a the zipper, whatever, whatever it was. I'm, <laughs> my father used to tell me, "Don't, don't get it caught, and it won't hurt." But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, don't get it caught in the zipper. Here's your guy, though, uh, Tom Brady. What an amazing weekend he uh, had! Yeah, so Tom Brady this week achieved yet another milestone. Yes, in his Hall of Fame career, he has now beaten 17 different teams in the playoffs. 17, 17 and. Brady has currently more Super Bowl wins than any quarterback, than all the quarterbacks, my apologies, than all the quarterbacks combined in the playoffs this year. Well, that's because Tom Brady's been doing it so much longer, kicking everybody's has, ass, oh, taking names. It's the first time he's been in the wild card. It has been. First time he's ever played. First time he's ever played. the divisional round already. Yeah, he's looking around like, wait a minute, am I supposed to be here? Hold on. Is this my flight? I'm not used to playing this week. Yeah. What's going on? What's happening? I get a bye week. What are you guys talking about? There's two bye weeks in the, in the season. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of them. I he, only execute. One. he only had one this year. Could you imagine if he was like punching in and punching out your job? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to take a little vacation time tomorrow. I'm so take, I'm going to take a little. I'm, I'm going to take, take a day. Back next week. I'm going to take a day. We'll be, we'll be fine. Yeah. What did you think about the Bucks in, in the Washington football team game? What are your thoughts on the way the offense? The by the way, the offense did the same thing they did a couple weeks ago. Now, yeah, they win the toss and they have stopped deferring. They're actually choosing to yeah. receive first, right. Right, right, right? To try to jumpstart their offense. Primetime game. I know you picked against them, mm-hmm. right? Primetime game. Mike Evans was questionable, even though he won six catches for a hundred yards. Right. The, how are they going to protect him? No, he only had two sacks. Chase Young didn't do anything the whole game. So, what what is your post game analysis? I, I was a little worried. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was just a tad bit worried there for a second. I was like, okay, let's not go backwards. But they did fine, man. They did really well. I, I love that, that that throw too. I think it was a I think it was Godwin coming across on a drag route. Like he he threaded it in there one play. Um, I just. It's amazing. I want to see if you guys can keep it up, though. You know what I mean? Which you you might you might keep it up. You guys have the Saints, who right now the Saints aren't even the Saints because they're rotating three quarterbacks. They got too many running backs rotating. Everybody's trying to get the ball here. 
I don't know, man. I, I just don't. Talking about this game, you guys look good. You guys came in there and did what you're supposed to do. And I, and I agree with that. And and we saw the Bucks make an adjustment. Yeah. So the, the adjustment the Bucks made was to, to Washington's defense is very good. Yeah. Okay. It's predicated on pressure. It's predicated on their front four. Yeah. Getting to the quarterback. Gronk didn't have any catches nope. in the game. I'm sure he and was happy. I told you. Happy as hell. He didn't care. <laughs> yeah, right. If I told you we're going to win this game and Gronk isn't going to be a factor, you said, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Gronk was actually playing assistant to the left tackle. Majority of the game. Majority game, it was him and Donna Smith lined up against Chase Young. Yeah. And those two, the job that Gronk had was keep Brady clean. Yeah. Gronk, Brady looked at Gronk and said, that guy cannot touch me. You see, you hear what I'm saying? It's like that movie. What's that movie um, with the guy, the football, the, the H2O? Which one? The H2O. It's a football player. He, he always wants to give people H2O. Oh, the um, water boy. The water boy. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Where, where they're telling him, hey. He talked about your mom, <laughs> and he and he gets all fired up and and emotional right. about it. It's the same thing, right? He told Gronk, Gronk, you gotta protect Brady. Yeah, <laughs> he's your brother. He, he Chase Young said, "I want Brady." He threatened to hurt him. Yeah, you know, and Gronk gets upset and he goes out there and dominates. But I thought the Bucks look well. I, I am interested to see how they do against the Saints. It is the third Me time. Too. Me too. We play the Saints. Yep. Uh, we've not scored more than uh, I think eight points against the Saints, and the Saints have scored at least thirty. No, no, you haven't. Seasons. Yeah, you guys are struggling a little bit when it came to the Saints. Yeah, you did. So we'll, we'll leave that for Thursday's show. Sure, we'll leave that for Thursday's yeah, show. For sure. Um, finishing off our our uh, recap here of, of the weekend that was. Yeah. You know, New Orleans. You, you just alluded to them here. Mm-hmm. They looked okay against the bear uh, against the Bears. The Bears try to hang in there as much as they could. They don't have the offense to compete with New Orleans. Michael Thomas looked like Michael Thomas running slants, yeah. catching passes. Uh, what do you think of who that nation? Uh, I'm not gonna say they look amazing because it was they had some slumps. They they were able to edge it out. I think you're catching the Saints right at the perfect time if you're if you're a Buck fan, right? You guys are are catching fire, and they're they're slowly fading out and fizzling out. The, there's no more wood on the freaking fire. It's coming down a little bit. Yeah, it's got a little good heat to put a pot on. Like that's it. It's done. So you guys are peaking at the right moment. But I don't know, man. Like those <laughs> those Saints where I thought were gonna blow out the Bears. No, well, maybe not blow out, but definitely put up a little bit more just to just to seal the deal. Which the Bears defense all year long has has really kept them in a lot of games. To help them win it, you know what I mean? Um, but Tom Brady always finds a way, man. Death, taxes, and Tom Brady's going to the Super Bowl, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> this freaking guy can't be stopped, man. Now, we couldn't ha- talk about the NFL weekend without mentioning some of the biggest, craziest right. news that has begun to circulate the circuit, and that is of a trade rumor. <sighs> There, there are reports. So, first of all, Deshaun Watson is not happy in Houston. Yeah, right? and I, I want to play something for you to to let you get the whole picture. You know what I'm saying? This is Mortensen talking to Adam Scheffner on ESPN about the Deshaun Watson situation, which is very interesting. And, and I know we're getting low on time here, but you got to listen to the, what what's going on right here. So, so check this out and let me know what you know. Yeah, well, follow this bouncing ball there. Uh, reports that Deshaun Watson is unhappy with the Texans are accurate after the team hired Nick Casario as GM and did not interview Chiefs Eric Bieniemy as a head coach candidate. Sources have confirmed. Watson has a new $156 million contract, but his concerns about the franchise's insensitivity on social justice causes have been reinforced, and a source close to the quarterback says he very well could push for a trade. And get this, one scenario for a landing spot is the Miami Dolphins trading places with Tua Tungafailoa moving to the Texans. Now, you're not going to get anything but denials at this stage from both franchises, Adam, but this is an off-season puzzle we may be trying to put together. Tua for Watson. We'll have some things to talk about here in the coming weeks. And the other option at Deshaun Watson's disposal, in the opinion of people around the league, would be this. 
withholding his services from the Houston Texans. That's how angry he said to be. And again, it's only January. It's just getting started. Perhaps they can calm him down and talk to him. But that is also an option that the Texans would not want to see where Deshaun Watson could wind up withholding his services, threatening to retire or at least not go to Houston. But this is an issue that's not going away, Sam. So with all that going on, with all that going on, let me tell you something. Deshaun Watson is going to leave the Houston Texans. Yes. He's leaving. Yes. He's, he's, he's out of there. One, one, and we're going to recap this. One, did you hear, did not, did not even interview Eric Bieniemy from the Kansas City Chiefs. Did not, where everybody in the league, every single sports fan. Trying to talk to this guy. Listen, listen, not even, you can be a fan of another football team. But when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs when they play, and this man is one of the reasons why, and you don't interview him, are you truly going for success? Because this all started when Watson told them, you know, certain guys that they would like to interview. Now, he says, you might not interview him, but I would, he at least thought that you would, you know, be respectful enough to try to. You know, you might have your play, but hear them out. They didn't even do that. Ignored him completely. And this is your franchise ignored quarterback. Him. Ignored him there, and then when they, when they selected the GM... He found out through social media. Didn't even tell him. Didn't even tell him. Yep. (laughs) So now, him leaving and coming down to Miami, and I don't want to jinx this. God, if I had a wooden table, (laughs) freaking knock on the goddamn wooden table. Let me knock on the mic. I I tell you what, man. I don't. What is enticing about going to the Miami Dolphins? Do we have a coach that he that he loves? No. He he may be a fan of of Brian Flores. He might be. He does oh, he want to play for a black coach? Is what I'm trying to get to. What what part of Miami says that'd be a great fit for Deshaun Watson? And I don't want to jinx it because I want to get Deshaun Watson. I want to get Deshaun Watson. Man, what's enticing is, that's about? That's a great question. It's it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see this develop in the next couple of weeks because <sighs> bro what about you have, look how look how you're trying to figure out what's my what become the next New York Jets. They're gonna have to tank it. Do it you, sounds like it. They're gonna take I wanna know who in the NFL said Watson for Tua. Where That's did this come where did this come up? You know what I'm saying? Like why uh, again I'm not trying to jinx it. But why come now, to would my, you do that train? In a heartbeat. Watson over to her? In a heartbeat. Because wow. you know why? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Unless, two reasons. Unless Brian Flores has talked to our GM and owner and said, we will start winning a lot of ball games here in the next three years, I have to groom a, a rookie quarterback for the next three to four years. If yeah, they have that understanding, yeah, if they have that understanding, good. If not, make the goddamn trade. You win 10 and 6. On a two quarterback system, right? You now you get Deshaun Watson, who's gonna, who's definitely gonna perform. Yeah, bona fide guy. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm Deshaun Watson, not only am I pissed that you're not helping with social injustice, you didn't do the interviews. I'm also pissed at the fact that you took away DeAndre Hopkins from me. I'm also upset that you yeah, left but, me with that's nothing. That's Bill O'Brien. That's Bill O'Brien. That's the old guy. Right, but now you brought in a guy. You brought in a GM that he doesn't even he he literally said he, he doesn't he like him. You. Didn't even like this guy. Mm-hmm. Whatever the and maybe maybe it's, that's a little bit above his pay grade, picking who they want to pick. But if your franchise quarterback says, "I got a few suggestions," you think they would listen to him out of courtesy because you're our guy, and and then let him know who you're going to make the decision on before the rest of the world knows, right? Because you know he's your franchise your quarterback because he's your guy. It's your guy. If I'm Brian Flores and this is presented to me where this can be a real thing, I'm taking the Sean Watson because he's been in the league four years now. He's got experience. He's he's a veteran, and you're gonna get, well, think about this. You're gonna get eight eight years out of this guy. No, for sure. You can get eight and, years out of him. And Deshaun holds all the power because he also has a no trade clause in his yeah. contract, so he can go wherever he chooses to go. Because if Houston strikes a deal with, let's say, the Broncos out of all mm-hmm. teams, right? He doesn't want to go there. Yeah, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah, uh, I, I have no trade clause. Yeah. <laughs> no, next. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it poses. So, a, get the, so the the Deshaun Watson. To a Miami conversation has to be a destination that 
Deshaun Watson would potentially be okay with. That's that's how you throw right. the bait. That's how you throw the hint, hint out there saying, "Come get me." Yeah, right. We saw we saw Earl Thomas back in the day used to chase Jason Garrett down the locker room of, of the 49ers when he wanted to get out of Seattle. Right. You saw Jamal Adams cry his way out of leaving the New York Jets. He just pissed them off every yeah, day. Every day. Got rid of oh, in the media. media. Yeah. So this is this is Deshaun Watson's way. It'll be interesting to see how this develops in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to go on the record today and say Deshaun Watson will not be the opening day starter for the Houston Texans in the next football season. Of course not. Not when not when he's that upset. For Mortensen to say it, the, the, the concerns of him leaving is true. It's yeah. legit. The, the Sean Watson is out of there. It's going to be amazing. That's amazing, man. Going from a national championship quarterback yep. to the game of the night. Mm. We have Alabama playing against the third scout team defense mm. in Ohio State. Because I think Alabama's defense on scout is so better than Ohio State's defense. But anyhow, <laughs> um, one versus three, 12-0 versus 7-0. Nick Saban versus Justin Fields. Yeah. Who wins this game? I am going with Alabama. I'm going to go with Alabama. Because I'm going to tell you what, Alabama looks like, you're you're going to freak out. NFL team? This looks like the best Alabama team I've seen. Ever. Ever. And I'm telling you right now, and I've watched a lot of Alabama games, there's a problem everywhere. The defense is never right on what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. I like Alabama, but I think it's going to be a shootout like Alabama versus Florida. Okay, so, so so you're saying Ohio State is going to put points on the board? Absolutely, and again, I could be wrong, but from what I saw last week with these with with Fields playing, let me tell you something: they're going to put some points on the board. They're going to put some points on the board. They got Absolutely. they're going to do it Absolutely. like Florida did. The only thing is, hopefully, you don't fumble, get hit when you get your pit interception or or some fluke stuff. Like I hope nothing like that happens for you. Keep your shoes on. Just, don't throw no cleats at anybody. Fans. Keep your shoes on. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I'm going with Alabama to win the national championship down in Miami. Who do you got? There's two things you never do. What's that? One of them is you don't bet against Alabama. Not when they're still the in it. You don't, you don't bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You can bet against <laughs> Matt Ryan. You'll we'll be fine. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah, I, I I think Alabama wins also. I'm a little different than you are, though. Why is that? I don't think Ohio State has a chance. To be with Alabama? I don't think Ohio State is going to compete in this game. I'm thinking this game is going to be a 38 <sighs> to 20. You, you, you're, you're calling for a blowout? Yeah. Really? I, I think. So, Matt Jones... Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, and now you add Waddle. It's a load, bro. It's a load. There's no way Ohio State can keep up with Alabama defensively. And because of that, I think it puts more pressure on Justin Fields to have to throw the ball down the field and try. He's going to go into this game feeling he has to go score for score with Alabama. Oh, I know. I know. That's going to put him in a... Bad situation. That's where he makes his bad decisions. And that's where I think Alabama's defense can win some of those situations. The game that Justin Field has against Trevor Lawrence and Clemson was phenomenal. I don't think he does an encore. Right. I don't think he does. It's going to be tough because, again, if you sit there and think about it, right? You know, Fields against Clemson when he wasn't blitzed yeah. all day, 17 for 22. 350 yards, one sack. Right. When he was blitzed, struggled a little bit. I think Alabama's going to come after him. Alabama blitzes about 20% of the time. Yep. They're going to come after him. Fields in 2020, when he's pressured, his all of his stats have a significant drop. 49% yeah. completion percentage, two and a half yards per 
throw. His touchdown rate or interception rate goes up. His QBR goes all the way down to 7.9. Jesus. When, when he's not pressured, though, right? Oh, 81% yeah. completion rate, 10.7 yards per drop back. His uh, interception ratio goes down to 2%. Yeah. And his QBR goes up to 94. Again, I think Alabama gets on the board early, puts pressure on fields to have to go score for score. They come after him, play man coverage, yeah. make him read the field and make throws and find the guy. You think he's still hurt? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's fully recovered. I don't either. So I think that hurts his mobility. Yeah. Now his getting outside the pocket, extending plays, those things are not going to be as easy for him as they were before. Again, I think Alabama wins this game. I think we're going to sleep by halftime because it's it's going to be a 28 to 7, 28 10 game at halftime. I agree with you, man. It, it, if this gets to be anything outside of what you just said, it's going to be I'll be surprised. I'll be I know we have a lot of Ohio State listeners, so we do, and there's no disrespect to you. And and screenshots and Yeah, Ohio State's a good team. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. You just didn't deserve to be there. Right. You didn't deserve to be in the college playoff because of you contributed nothing in twenty in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Like you didn't do anything. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a huge shootout, man. I really do. I, for for whatever because there's a lot of young DBs on the back end for Alabama. There is. There's a lot They're of now them. played 12, 13 games. Right. Here's where you start to see that now they're you know sophomores, juniors, seniors. That age started to show, though, that seasonality of them right. playing these many games started to show up at these type of moments because now they have have the games under their belts. They've right. been in the system for a while. How does that? How does Ohio State win the game? If Matt Jones doesn't show up, if someone gets COVID last minute, I mean, that's the only way Special I teams. Special teams. You, could, uh, you win the special teams, you, you can help. You can give yourself yeah, a chance. It's Alabama, man. If it is, man. You got, really well with special teams. You got running backs hurdling grown people at 6'2", <laughs> hurdling people. You got Devontae Smith that is one, as a freshman, is a smooth wide receiver when he runs his right. He is smooth. Then you got the bully. You got you, Listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm be completely honest with you. If if it comes down to special teams, Ohio State might win it. Well, good thing it's not going to. It's going to be a blowout. It, I got to hope so. Because you, you better not keep it close with Ohio State. <laughs> you better not. You better not keep it close. Listen, Ohio cannot have this many victories. The Browns already won. And, and I Take can't have win. Calvin. I can't have Calvin. Calvin Tippett. Yeah, inboxing going me. At it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It was absurd. They, these are two people that have never met each other. That oh, yeah, inbox me to two in the morning. They inbox me to two in the morning. I wasn't reading none of your shit. <laughs> inbox. Then they have their children inbox. I was like, that's oh, disrespectful. Yeah. Like, uh, but I don't know, man. Ohio State's gonna put up a big fight. It's gonna be. It's gonna. I really think they're gonna throw the ball around, man. Because I don't think Ohio State has a, that great of a running game. I don't think so either. They're going to have to sling either. the ball around like I mean, Florida did. do okay. Yeah. But Alabama says, we're going to take away what you think you do well, which is run the ball. We're going to make Justin Fields throw the ball. He's not right. going to be very mobile. We're going to blitz him and come <sighs> after him, play man to man coverage, and make him win the game. God, if he takes another shot, bro. Ooh. If he has, if he has to take another he, shot. He may not make the whole game. Right. He, if he takes another shot, you got to go look for a freaking donor to give him a new <laughs> kidneys and liver from the Clemson hit because. That yeah. dude, that dude is bruised up. He walked off the plane, brittle. Like he was yeah, timid. He, like he's on borrowed time. Oh already. boy, oh boy! And get your popcorn ready because it's gonna be amazing. It's oh, gonna be yeah. amazing, man. But uh, George, listen, man. I, that's our that's our hour right there, man. I know you can see the time clicking down, man. That went by pretty quick. That went by it's, pretty quick, it's, man. It's never long enough. It's always too fast. <laughs> it's, it really is. And where have I heard? I think she said that. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think she said something like that. But yeah, something like that. Again, bro, I love doing these with these these with you. Please, everybody, be safe. It's 2021. Let's not storm anything else. Let's just remember we were supposed to go into this year quiet, not touching anything, just like you would if you're or anyone. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just like when you do when you go to the store with your mom. You know what I mean? Get in here. Don't touch nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Just get in, and we're gonna get out of the store. So let's let's just get in 2021, right? Because right now it's 
my my free trial subscription is is running low here, and I'm getting kind of scared. But wear your mask, protect each other, and uh, George, we'll do this again real soon, man. Absolutely. Uh, again, stay tuned this week. We're dropping our first coaches podcast uh, for you coaches out there. We're going to drop our first one this week. That way we can get that going again. Join the debate on our Facebook group on uh, on the clock sports talk. Visit our website, OTC sports Send us an email on the clock 20 at gmail.com until next time you're on the clock.